Get cereal. Oh my stars, it's get cereal. Dumbledore dies. Get cereal. I'm not the breakfast show you asked for, but the breakfast show you needed. Good morning, you are listening to Get Serial for the second week of the summer season. If you remember my voice, it's a little bit creepy, but yes, I am back. Haven't left the studios all weekend. My name is Mason, and... You're listening to uh, the Prop Shosel team, Ben and Vicky, now with Get Serial. Also known as the Insane Ramblings team. <laughs> now with the um, person who has one letter off my brother's name, Mason Smith. <laughs> so if we were in Bizarro World, I'd be hanging with my family. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we are going to cover uh, what secret single behaviour would you have to give up if you were in a relationship? Uh, What fantasy piece of um, construction would you like to petition the government to actually build? A new segment called One True Three. And what's your craziest obsession that you've been afraid to tell everyone about? But that's coming up after a song. And hopefully more talk about Vicky's brother, Faison. And right at the top was Beyonce's little sister, Solange. She'd be really upset, I think, with Beyonce being um, the hottest woman of the century. <laughs> and her not getting anything. Well, I know I was. I mean, <laughs> I was gunning for the hottest woman of the century, but then they're like, Ben, no one knows you, and you're not a woman. And you're not hot. Oh, I went no, there. No, I, I got that one down. <laughs> well, you're me. listening to Get Serial with Vicky Smith and the Absolute Nobodies on 90.7 FM. I liked Mason's suggestion of Benny and the Smiths much better than <laughs> your little made-up band name. My made-up band name is not made-up. It's amazing. It's the opposite of made-up. It's pre-existing the earth. <laughs> if there was some kind of battle of the bands yeah. between... Josie and the Pussycats. And Vicky and the, and the Absolute Nobodies. And Benny and the Smiths. Yeah. Obviously. And the, you've left out the Absolute Nobodies. You said that. Even you've forgotten them. I was letting you fill in the blanks. Okay. Obviously. I'm enjoying this story. Who, who is going to go be like, if, it, if just say it's Big Day Out. Yeah, All okay. of those three acts are playing at the yeah. same time. Like We could see the Nobodies. <laughs> or we could see this Benny guy. He sounds cool. No way. People will be going thinking they were seeing the Smiths. It's confusing. I thought we'd just be seeing like an Elton John cover, like Benny and the <laughs> Jets, Benny too. and the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you've got your rant face on. I've got, I've seen This is six in the of morning. Of course, face. I've got my rant face on. Riley, up this early. This is madness. This is this is sin. The wow. youth radio station. <laughs> Mason, you kind of know what's going on. Why is the text line down? Why is the web stream down? Why is the digital down? Who are we broadcasting to this morning? (laughs) We've got supposedly an FM signal going out. I'm not even convinced of that. I'm glad that you're getting the rant out now, Ben, so you can prepare yourself for the expectations of the coming weeks. Well, it Um, just seems like we've got the youth market covered here. And one thing I know is that they hate new technology. I so can see good. someone here is gunning for Alan Jones' job. <laughs> I know. All of a sudden we're live. I'm like, I've got to object yeah. to something. I suddenly have some grievances I need to air. <laughs> Outrolls the papyrus. Can I do a press release from everyone who might be listening, including you, Pebo? Uh, they are a devoted one listener. I love Pebo. Uh, yeah, Pebo's great. Um, we are doing construction here at Sid, and so as of tomorrow, we're going to be in Brands Making New Studios. Everything will be up and running by tomorrow. But that doesn't stop you from texting on 0427 767 767 about anything we're talking about today. Just uh, hold on for about half an hour. And hope <laughs> for the best. 0427, pop, pop. The yeah. other issue this morning. Yes. We almost couldn't do the show because <laughs> security wouldn't let us in, or as Mason now apparently calls it. Sex security. <laughs> they were very feisty this morning. 
What, do were you wanna, they? No. Do you want to explain? Oh. <laughs> I didn't see them. Do you want to explain where the term sex security came about? Um, there's a little thing called a typo that happens sometimes, and uh, I was just text- sending a text to someone saying, hey, so sex security won't let us in. Yeah, it's when the crime is not serious mm. enough for the hot cops, but serious enough that you want someone attractive to come and quash it. It's like the new um, NCIS, uh, C- <laughs> uh, CSI intern. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. <laughs> like well, they're, they're a sex security officer before they get into like forensics, uh, <laughs> sex scientists. So the sex security actually come? Are they able? Uh, to, what? <laughs> no, I, de- I didn't mean it sexually. Well, I guess I did. Do they come with keys? Are they allowed to let us into the building, or it's just like, guys, we can't help you out. We don't have any keys, and we don't have any pants either. <laughs> well, I assume they need the keys to put them in a bowl. Um, oh, so okay. they were. Uh, they no, were they just at the dance ready. distractingly. To, in order for the civilians to run away. <laughs> so they're like, check this out, criminals. Uh, You've got no pants on. And then the civilians like run away and then the hot cops come with no shirts on and bust up the or crime. Or is it some kind of distraction so the criminals are like, And then hey, the real police come and like, what is going dancing. on here? <laughs> yeah, they're like, we better stick around. Something's going down here. And they get distracted from their crime to, yeah, as you say, wait for the real cops to arrest the dancing criminals. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They lure the criminals into a dance battle. That is their entire job of security. Oh. Yeah. No, we're onto something. If, <laughs> I don't think we are. I think quite the If the police, instead of just running up to people and arresting them, hitting them with batons or shooting them, whatever. Is that what police do? I assume. I've never I should been hope arrested. not. What if... What if... It's like, all right. So your wait, I just want to get this yeah, out. Yeah, go on. Your image of police mm. is that they run up to people and either <laughs> shoot them or hit them with a baton. I don't know if you've seen the documentary Cops, Vicky, <laughs> but that seems pretty likely. Add co- mace spray in there and ready to go. More um, <laughs> verbose typos and definitions after this. Take a walk right with you here this morning on Get Serial with Benny and the Smiths. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was planning to say you're listening to Get Serial with Vicky and the Absolute Nobodies, but okay. I got in there beforehand to cut you off. I knew uh, it, <laughs> but you didn't. I just plough right ahead. It's like just... it's my own show and I'm with two Absolute Nobodies. I don't know why anyone would get that idea. I wasn't even planning on introducing you guys. So it's like, <laughs> Ben here, who cares about what else is going on? And this morning we're discussing epic dance battles of history, uh, sex security and the hot cops versus the flat-out criminals. When aren't we discussing that? <laughs> in fact, I'm... Sure, this topic has been done to death on radio already, but... Oh, let's just go to another song. Yeah, no, I think... (laughs) Basically covering the ground of Daryl Braithwaite. Sure, but I think (laughs) Melbourne needs our input on this subject. It's like one of those hot topics, everyone's got the headline. Oh, is it a hot topic? But but what Melbourne's really saying is, what's Ben thinking about this? You know what they're actually saying? Nothing, probably. They're asleep, I'm assuming. (laughs) True. No, they're saying, I wonder if cops watch cops when they get home. If they're on cops, I'm probably sure they watch themselves. <laughs> yeah, there's just one guy in Georgia like, hey, Ma, I'm on the TV. <laughs> I'm on the TV. I wonder if they go home and, like, watch CSI if they're like, I'm going to go home and watch The Office. You think because... But people in the office, you know, office environment, watch yeah. The Office and go, that's so true. Oh, so they watch so, CSI and they're like, oh, that's so true. Remember this morning when I whipped off my glasses and made that witty one-liner? <laughs> Uh, exactly like that. I can't wait to go to work tomorrow and solve some crimes. Remember that that time we solved a crime in like half an hour? Yeah, we wrapped things up quite abruptly. Yeah. And there was DNA testing solves all our problems. Yeah. yeah. Remember that first hour of our shift where for 45 minutes it looked like we would never solve it and then in the last 15 things just suddenly became clear? We all learned a lesson at the end despite all those red herrings along the way. 
<laughs> that was a good first hour of our shift. Another seven to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're talking about... No. <laughs> we we got we to gotta talk about what we actually promised two minutes or so ago. Oh, sorry. We're talking about the, the sexy kind of police brutality. <laughs> Dance battles. Exactly. So my thought as we, before we went to our last song, was what if mm. police, when they're arresting a criminal, instead of... No, police police or hot cops? Actual police. Oh, So okay. we revamp <laughs> Aren't Melbourne... Aren't they the same? <laughs> well, if they happen to be sexy, you know, attractive, regular policemen, sure. But I'm sure there's some less attractive policemen out there that could still use a little bit of exercise. So what I'm suggesting is when they get to the crime scene, mm. the criminal's still there because they've been distracted, as previously mentioned, by our actual hot cops. Yeah, by hot cops and security. Yeah. So it's a tandem operation. Yes. So the criminals are distracted. The hot cops are stripping away. Everyone's crowding around, <laughs> cheering, maybe... They could earn some money by busking, throw some money into my hat in front of these guys. And then the real police come and be like, all right, down on the ground, we're going to arrest you unless breakdance battle for your freedom. See, I'm sort of imagining that this just all happens before the real cops show up. And by the time the real cops get there, Mm. there's a pack of shirtless, pantsless policemen dead in one corner. (laughs) And in the other corner are people in like black and white stripes all dead and like one person just spitting on their head in the middle like, what happened? You don't think that... Dance battle. (laughs) Yeah, the the cops show up and it's like, not again. (laughs) Since when did we get those radio presenters to implement the laws? It's all gone tragically wrong. Another another horrendous dance battle turned bloody... They just, yeah, show up and shaking their heads if I've seen this once. I've seen it a thousand times. Well, I like in your vision of this future, mm. this horrible, horrible post-apocalyptic <laughs> Melbourne, that the criminals are already wearing their striped jumpsuits just in case they yeah, do get arrested. Yeah, they're preparing to go to prison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to change. <laughs> we shouldn't have attached these balls and chains before we got to the scene of the crime. Damn, if I overtly look like a burglar, I mustn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a fashion trend. No one would ever suspect that this bag with dollar signs in it would contain the stolen money and credit cards. Every every criminal in Vicky's mind already looks like the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> they totally do. <laughs> so the, the cops show up. They challenge the criminals to a no, dance battle. No, the real cops uh. are showing up. They challenge the criminals to a dance battle. And if the criminals can beat the police, who we've expertly trained in the art of breakdancing, <laughs> then they can go about their freedom. This is a horrible post-apocalyptic Melbourne. It is post-apocalyptic. What was the end of the world meant to be? Ah, it is. Where were they? Well, obviously I believed in it. I opened up my diary to take notes today for the show and um, it opened to a page where the entire thing on the whole A5 was 2013 resolutions in red pen and blank paper. So I was convinced I wasn't making it. That you means you want free time as part of your New Year's resolution. <laughs> Just lots like, of space. Doing nothing. I'm going to visit space in 2013. <laughs> on the plus side, you've achieved many of those resolutions already. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a bit of Sasquatch for you in the morning on Get Cereal. Don't want to try. Benny and the Smiths or Vicky and the Nobodies, whichever you prefer. Text Welcome in to- or don't. Yes, <laughs> we probably can't get it. Welcome 0427 to- 767 767. We'll have, we'll, have up up, like, we'll have to set up an email line so people can get to us. <laughs> yeah. A smoke signal line. Or just give out Vicky's phone number. <laughs> 0432. Everyone in Melbourne has it already. Pop, pop. <laughs> yeah. if, if we did set up a smoke signal, that would mean we have to have some kind of skylight put in here just so we could <laughs> see it. Yeah. It's not the most efficient form of communication no, either. You get like one letter at a time, I assume. A sniff smoke signal. So send us the messages via smoke, mm. but the message should be encoded in smell. 
but it's all so if the. It's a good smell. You're enjoying things. If it's a bad smell, you're not liking what you're hearing. Oh, so you have to burn various objects to communicate with us. Well, so given that we're indoors, that's the one. Unless it's what a, a touch smoke a smoke uh, signal. Okay, so. Oh, that feels if, nice. <laughs> it's the Ooh, smoke, smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> yes. If you like the show, send us the smoke monster. <laughs> if you despise the show, send, send us it to kill monster. us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm saying if alternatively, if you can't get the smoke monster, just burn some tyres if you don't like us because yeah. I'll send a bad smell. Mm-hmm. And if you do enjoy it, and some flowers or something. I don't know. Wow. What, what smells good when it's on fire, Vicky? I can tell that you've spent long, hard years in the perfume some, industry. Some cedar, perhaps. Everyone loves you cedar. You like cedar? I would have said patchouli. No, I'm just thinking of things. Like, I don't know what patchouli, if that burns well. Toilet freshener. Don't burn things, people. Please don't. <laughs> Mason, now, the voice of reason on this uh, morning show. And I think that it's time that we get to know this voice of reason. But do you think that... We should learn some information. Oh, you stole my pun. That was my pun off air. And now Ben has brought it on air like he's just birthed a comedy baby. We can't prove anything. I said it first. (laughs) So So, uh, I was on the show all last week. I am filling in all this week as well because I like getting up at 14 in the morning, apparently. Yeah, how are you feeling about that? That seems... Like, uh, the prospect of getting up today at 4am was mind-blowing to me. For you to have to do it two weeks in a row, I feel like... On Friday last week, you would have been like, yes, I'm free. <laughs> I was in, I think I was so sleep deprived that I actually just could function, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving getting up at 4.30 in the morning mm. because there's so much stuff you can do that you can't get away with at other times of the day. This morning, I was basically like moonwalking across the road in front of the St Kilda police station, like, good morning, coppers. I'm not going to the lights. Well, you, <laughs> usually when you were... Uh, when you walk in front of the police station, you are keeping a low profile. They're like, there she is, let's get That's her. That's it. No, because my street is exactly comes out from across from the, mm, from the <laughs> cop shop in case someone I think wants you to said stalk it. me. <laughs> yeah, I know I did several times. So you have to go to the lights, which are annoyingly out of the way. But I'm like, not this morning. <laughs> <laughs> this morning I am jaywalking to my heart's content. What's the statute of limitations on jaywalking? I um, really hope it's an I'm hour. I'm sure it's like 25 <laughs> minutes max. I really hope so because I've admitted several times. You're going to have time. several hot cops coming after you to distract yes. you while they, uh, the real dance battling police come well, on. Well, if second. we really start instituting this rule of hot cops, I'm going to start committing crimes. Okay. Well, <laughs> because you want the sexy tr- police to come. Yeah, I'll be like, hello, officer. You don't need to use your own cuffs. I've got some fluffy pink ones right here. <laughs> yeah. Arrest me. Don't hit me too hard. <laughs> but yes, we, we need to get to know Mason this week because... This is also being podcast on insaneramblings.net. If you are listening on the FMs today, you can uh, download the show. If you've missed anything right there, and if you're a long-time podcast listener, you might be wondering, who the hell is this guy? (laughs) And so, yeah, I feel like he agreed to do the show in a uh, sleep-deprived state on Friday. Is that about accurate? Um, It's more that I'm a creepy fan of Insane Ramblings, and I just jumped at the opportunity to be in the same room as you two and stare at you ardently until you decide to call the hot cops. Ooh, ardently. That's my favourite kind of staring. I prefer... uh, (laughs) In quiet awe. Yeah? Mm. I prefer curiously. I prefer... No, I'm going to stick with quiet awe. (laughs) Okay, quiet awe. I ran out of adjectives very quickly. So let's start with gathering some information. What's your favourite kind of staring? (laughs) The one I just gave (laughs) right then. Creepy, obviously creepy. The creepy (laughs) one, yes. Eyes wide open with eyebrows slightly twitching. Uh, It really does it for me. Yesterday, speaking of with eyes wide open, I was at... um, 
We're here at North Melbourne Station. <laughs> this section's about me, Vicky. Yeah. All right, just stop. All right, well, it's about this me. Is, I'm we, sure we this is about you. We were going to get some information, but <laughs> I thought of something that I wanted to talk I know. About. I was like, sorry, there's something more exciting than Mason's life. She just wants to be Vicky Torius this morning. <laughs> hey. Um, hey, all. There was a guy, I like a, a hood, if you will. Ooh. I, if you will. Some kind will of street you? thug. A, a street thug, yes. And he was blasting music in the style of 80s you know, fuck the police, like. What did he have a ghetto blaster or some kind? Mobile phone. Yeah, that's. It's not quite as cool, is it? But he was blasting Creed. With arms wide open. Yes. (laughs) Well, I guessed it wasn't. I hear your surprise at me picking a which amazing Creed song that that he could have been pumping. But first of all, they don't have the largest catalog. I'm gonna guess. That's true. Maybe one hit album. He had a one in twelve shot. And. Out of that album, what, there's like three songs or something <laughs> that made singles? So it wasn't that big a stretch. Also, uh, you introduced that topic with, speaking of Arms Wide Open. <laughs> Drunk mum's there with rubbing your gums. And before that was my ringtone. <laughs> Not enough songs where the song title rhymes with the band. I think... If I was an artist, I would just try to make a whole album of that. So it makes it good for radio DJs to back announce it. Do you know what song really boggles my mind? Um, the Venga Boys Party Bus? Yes, it never came. We're still waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where was that Venga Bus? 17 years the Venga Bus has been coming. No, <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. What song is that? Oh, the nursery rhyme. <laughs> yes. I thought it might have been some like trance song, like Humpty Dumpty. Like, you know how they just, yeah, they just call songs. can't put you back together. It fell off the fruit pen. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, I love that song. I can't believe that you don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing to understand. I can't understand why there's not more beeps. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I was like, the human ear can discern more beeps than that. If you want a good electronic song, this ear can keep up, my friend. So news is about to come up at seven, (laughs) but um, apparently you want to grill me for information about who I am. No, I want to finish this Humpty Dumpty quote. Yeah, I got some more on this as well. My problem is, who reasonably expected that the king's horses could put him back together again? I feel they've like... They've got hooves. I feel, I feel like they've been framed. framed. Framed for a job that they were poorly matched to. You think that the king's horses were actually detrimental to putting Humpty Dumpty back together? I think they may have further smashed him through no fault of their own. They're like, we want to put him <laughs> back together. This is horrifying. <laughs> I feel like you may have misinterpreted that nursery rhyme. No, one. all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. All the king's horses were sent in first. This king is mad. But this king, I feel Humpty Dumpty was murdered. He had a mere tiny fall and he's like, oh, I've got a tiny crack. And the king's like, oh, I'll send my horses in to fix you, yeah. i.e. stomp you to death. <laughs> and these horses are crying in horror because they're just trying to put him back together. And they've accidentally just smashed an innocent egg. An so, innocent uh, egg who did nothing but fall. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to be talking about fictional things that should be built or not built. <laughs> but uh, we need to go to a track Humpty now. Dumpty's wall is not one of them. <laughs> and we're going to we're gonna whine? We're going to do that too. But yes. we're going to mine Mason for some information in the form of one true three after the news. Stay tuned. Get cereal. We're mining, we're digging, we are searching, we are finding some... Spelunking, some would say. So all, all <laughs> I don't spelunk, not in these pants. Oh, well, I, I apologise. <laughs> these pants are way too tight for spelunking, but they are not too tight to explore for, for, for some information. Oh, my favourite kind <laughs> of information-based person pun. Really? Well, 
Yes. I, I like <laughs> before information we get, before about we my brother-in-law, Ian. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Good well, morning, Ian. That was... Um, <laughs> Hope you're well. <laughs> that was my Ian Summerholder fan page. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second Ian information that I have. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what better way to get to know Mason than through game form? What better way to get to know Mason than to have him lie to us twice? Are we going to play Monopoly? Yes. <laughs> Which, yes. Uh, because the best I way to get the to... Shoe. <laughs> I am so the little Scotty dog. I, I was, was going to go for a race car. Oh, so, we're all safe then. Yeah, We're done. That's good. We've got our designated Monopoly pieces. You know, no We've monopolised our Monopoly pieces, some but may say. While we play Monopoly, we'll also play another game. Because I think the best way to get to know someone is to play Monopoly with them. <laughs> you see them in situations of high stress and high boredom, the two places where you get to know someone's real character. A friend of mine stole the dice and cried once when he um, landed on a th- I landed on his property and he didn't realise and so I didn't pay him. <laughs> Wait, why was he crying then? Because then he d- I didn't get his money and then he thought I was a cheat and so then he took the dice and went upstairs and cried. But you and How he old was-, was he? 19. <laughs> it sounds like you were a cheat. I was playing... No, but if they don't see it, it's fine. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> No, it's I like think breaking and entering. If no one sees you, it's acceptable. If you tell oh, a lie, kidding, but I'm the person kidding. knows you're lying, it's mm. not a lie. Yes, it is. You no, just it's got not. caught. <laughs> you're just a bad liar in that case. Well, me okay. playing the Lord of the Rings board game nearly ended friendships because they left me behind. Unlike the Lord of the Rings Fellowship, who would yeah. never do that. I'm getting heated. We need to move you, on to this You game. were dead weight in that fellowship. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's I like heard we're doing a little game uh, called One, fine. Two, Three. If we were playing One, Two, Three on a board, I would be flipping that board so right now. So we are doing One, Two, Three, We are trying to, but I'm flipping the board. One is, I think, is that there's two lies and one truth, and people have to guess if what is true and what is not. That's true. So we're playing One, Two, Three, Information Edition. And... Uh, you can just assume that we have an awesome sting <laughs> queued up because I made one, but it's not working. Dun, dun, dun. Information. <laughs> so, okay. give us your first falsity. I can't no, think of have... how we explain that. Uh, what that... happens with one, oh, two, yeah, three? I, I guess we shouldn't say which one's so true. So I have three one. statements. You have to guess which one is the truth. Two are false and one is true. There okay. okay. So, number one. When I was in Barcelona on my Europe trip a little while ago, um, I was busting a move in the middle of town, as you do, mm. and I ripped my new pants and so there's a massive cr- hole in my crutch. Obviously a lie. He's never been to Barcelona. <laughs> and then... Um, you sunk my battleship. And it was fun of everyone, but I, I was far from the hostel, so I just walked around with a massive hole in my crutch for mm. three hours. Sure. That sure. sounds true. He also uh, never wears pants, I've still got though. two more statements of that. True. Yeah. I'm well aware that Ken, Ken, Mason actually doesn't have a crutch. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it wouldn't have been embarrassing either way. Not dissimilar to um, Ken, so that was a loose association. When I was on my way to Dublin, I was mm. staying with friends in, uh, and family in Glasgow. I was about mm-hmm. to vi- uh, meet Vicky in Dublin, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a lie already. <laughs> <laughs> we were scheduled to leave at about 12 uh, midday, and uh, but I was thinking of my last day in Scotland that I would hook up with a cougar, and I was late to the airport. <laughs> I know that's a lie. But it's not a complete lie. Who would want to hook up with Mason? Again, Mason doesn't have a crotch, so that's not it. (laughs) Mm, Narrowing it down. And when I was in uh, Turkey, first day there, I had to go down to the ATM and these guys followed me and said, so what's your name? Where are you from? Where are you you going? Have a drink with us. I'm like, oh, okay. And um, they took equivalent to $300 off me. So you're like, so <laughs> I'm going to the ATM where you can rob me. So <laughs> my name is Mason. Those are the I three. also use that as my PIN number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the Why? Three Why are you asking? I can't see where this could go wrong. <laughs> Those are the three statements. We'll go to a song now, and then after the break, these guys will decide what's true and what's not. It's cereal.
Good song, but not enough ah ahs, I think. <laughs> I missed out. I would have liked a few more oh. Mm, I hear, yeah. I yeah. Hear ya. That's right. Don't back the song, please. I'm not. I'm we, just we saying. Just thinking of ways to improve that's it. That's right. We. I think more consonants, if anything, that Some song Some people needed. have called us lyrical geniuses. So Over we, one we, person has called us that. Ooh, that's more than I thought. <laughs> we were doing one, two, three just before I did my statements. You uh, keep calling it one, two, three. It's called one, true, three. It's wow, very now we're banging out our co-hosts. Uh, Who is next? That's our whole show. What is sacred to you? <laughs> I <laughs> see what you did there. Okay, so ripping my, ripping my pants in Barcelona and not giving <laughs> a damn. Uh, having some fun times with a 40-something-year-old cougar in uh, Scotland or getting robbed in Turkey. Which right. one is the truth? I've got a feeling that you went to Cougar Town. No, I know that's not true. I know exactly who it was, and I think Mason has brought that up, not for the sake of trickery, but for the sake of mockery. You think there was one of, one <laughs> other in your... <laughs> you know me so well. I know. Yes. You think... Is this story about you, Vicky? It, you yes, made that's out right. with a cougar. Oh. It's a half-truth. It did happen. It did definitely happen. It Someone went to Funky Town... With the cougar. It wasn't in Barcelona. Someone rode the Venga bus with a, 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 a nicer older lady. As the old saying goes. <laughs> um, but it wasn't Mason and it wasn't I either. Who? So, come on, it's 50-50. Yeah, what's the other one? Ripped pants versus robbed. Versus hold up at an ATM. I'm going to go with ripped pants. Okay, if it's not the cougar one, I'll go with ripped pants as well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah! Everyone Alrighty. knows Mason is a slob. So, <laughs> did you feel the need to buy new pants or you just like couldn't afford them or something? Why did you walk around with ripped pants all day? Because it was four in the morning. I think say because it was 40 degrees. <laughs> that too. It was a lovely breeze. Nice I hadn't breeze. felt that way before in my life. Well, I had more people um, doing it. It was an eye-opening experience. As, <laughs> as my crotch opened, my eyes opened. Um, but no, it was four in the morning and then I had to walk home. And then I got lost and so it took me three hours to get home. Nice. Yeah. And that then you attracted good. some cougars on the way home or something. Yes, some that's all cougars. that happened. Yep. His pants were actually mauled oh. open by cougars. He had <laughs> uncooked beef in his pockets that <laughs> was uh, attracting them. That's now, right. it's not me just doing the getting to know you this morning. Uh, ben, I think you've got something lined up for us now. What? Oh, my God. Ben has had to write down his facts in case he forgot his own life. No, he forgot his own lies, Vicky. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to seem like I was hesitating when Even I was Ben's telling Even Ben's not you sure what's true anymore. It's all one big rich tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my first potential fact. It is a fact, I guess. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. Here it goes. I hope you know. Oh, this is going to be a confusing and difficult game. It's probably Lord already. of the Rings board game. Anyone? <laughs> I once leave no man behind. Anyway, I once nearly <laughs> blinded a friend by throwing an oyster at their head. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You're the William Tell of the seafood world. <laughs> I once nearly drowned going snorkeling in the ocean and got my flipper stuck in a clam. <laughs> or did I once nearly kill a friend by feeding them lobster, not knowing they were allergic to shellfish? I know the truth. Do I think you? it's the first one. Why? What makes you say that? I don't know. The clam thing sounds so... Un- Do you know that? No, know the truth? So I know Ben through my cousin and I remember the telling the story about when he went, I think it was when he went uh, scuba diving in Fiji. Really? And then um, he went through a rock cave uh, thinking, oh, yeah, this is cool, and then had to hold his breath along the way and almost drowned. I remember that, but I didn't think it was clam related. Mm, That is the conundrum. Because I remember Ben was telling his greatest fears to his girlfriend and it was drowning related and she cacked herself. Yeah, she found it quite amusing that I almost died. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't think the clam was... In that story. Maybe it's like one of those half-truths where it's like, oh, there was no clam. Jokes. So, therefore, yeah. yeah. I think it's the first one. I think that you threw 
an oyster at someone. All right. What about you, Mason? I say B. Shuck your own oyster, asshole. That's really what you said. Well, interesting uh, responses. I will tell you that Vicky is correct. Yeah, boy. Ah. Who is the friend? Was it me? No, it was a friend from uh, South Australia, ah. which I was trying to skip stones and then obviously getting too good at that. I decided to see what else I could skip. Someone's eyeball. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Can I skim this across your face? So uh, I know the usual ingredients that I have newt, but maybe I and human will do. <laughs> so I picked up a um, oyster as yep. that was the next seemingly skippable object in my vicinity. How did the oyster fare? The man survived. What happened to the oyster? The oyster well, did somebody much think of the oyster. The, the man barely survived. <laughs> there was a lot of blood. Perhaps some uh, outrage and or fury. The other day, similarly, a balloon <laughs> sure. popped. A balloon popped and slapped me across the face. Like right <laughs> in my face. I nearly took my eye out. Shouldn't More been, after that, after the news headlines. Shouldn't have been kissing balloons, Vicky. I can't help it. I love them. All right, here's the headlines. Good morning. I'm Carl Bianco with your 7.30 headlines. A Sydney man last night found bullet holes in his toilet wall and window and headlines furthered on at 8am here on Sin. Thanks, Carl. Just rewinding a little bit. I think there's a bit of um, underbelly happening in Sydney at the moment. What's the deal with the guy in the toilet? I don't like laughing at victims of crime, but I am a bit concerned. Don't does lie. he <laughs> Does he generally have like a 7.30 poop that for some reason is missed and saved his life? Like, I'm just imagining his quote like... They were stra- tracking his schedule, you're saying. Thank God that I didn't take my 7.30pm <laughs> poop that night. I, Something came up. <laughs> it would be a, a unfortunate place Headline? to be assassin, assassinated. Headline of curry saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what, what's the deal? Is there any more information on that? Or? There is an ongoing investigation being continued at the moment. I'm just confused as to why you would shoot up someone's toilet. Like, you'd have to be pretty sure they were going to be there. Because it's not like, oh, if we shoot the toilet, like, more than likely that's where he's going to be. You think he, that he spends a lot of time there? Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Either he's a long poop or he's got a poop schedule. Because you're going to shoot up someone's bedroom or living room if you're going for, like, you know, statistically speaking. Well, it seems like maybe they would want to try and catch him at a moment of weakness. <laughs> With like, his pants down, while he's most vulnerable, yeah. either asleep or on the toilet or <laughs> yeah, asleep on the toilet. I'm not vulnerable on the toilet. I'm clenched. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying you're bulletproof when you're, when you're taking a leak. <laughs> I've got a bulletproof toilet. Oh, well. <laughs> That's right. You would not be assassinated in this guy's house. He's got to be bulletproof. I've got to eat a lot of more after this on Get Zero. Here it is, Medicine Man featuring Ella Thompson, the bamboos. More dysfunctional than a Mikey, you're listening to Vicky and the Absolute Nobodies on this week's season of Get Serial. Think that we were just going to gloss over that one, did you? <laughs> it was meant to come out in newsreader voice. Everyone knows, like, you know how they now add an, ad, an ad in at the end of the news? They're like, and three men were shot today. By a shot of Jack Daniels, which you should smoothly slip into your news update. Like we can smoothly slip some into your Coke and onto the weather. Have you not noticed that they're now doing that? I'm obviously not watching my ads on the same channel as you. No, it's on the radio. It's brilliant. It's really smart. It's just like they continue in newsreader voice, but suddenly you're like, I need lip gloss. I need lip gloss. (laughs) Everyone else in the world has lip gloss. I know it. They're saying it on the news. It's very uh, subliminal. <laughs> uh, Vicky might be warming up for her lies because we are doing <laughs> one true three. There we go. <clears throat> la, 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 la. That's my lie. So I'm warming up my lie cords. Ben so. and I have lied up for the day, but we're still good, Vicky. <laughs> Every mouth Your lie cords are, uh, <laughs> are on the fritz, it sounds. They're seldom used. Oh, okay. She's pretending to be a cat now. That's yes. a lie. 
Number one lie, I am actually a lion. Oh. <laughs> Aslan? <laughs> Do you speak Auslan? It is I. Yep. I, I've returned. Okay, number one, true or lie. When I was living in Tokyo, I was actually arrested by the Japanese police because a group of friends I was with actually pissed off some Yakuza and they then, yeah, accused us of a crime in a club and we all got thrown out and half of us got arrested. This sounds like a good story. I feel like too good a story for me to not know about. Yeah. Uh, number two is I used to date one of the guys who's now on the Australian cricket team. Mm. And number three, lie or truth. <laughs> I would guess a lie by this. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of the guys on Channel 4, Dragon's Den, the Australian guy, um, I'm actually a first degree relative of the Australian guy on Dragon's Den in, on Channel 4 in the UK. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, I've, got, I've got my prediction. Do, what, do you, what do you think, Mason? As a regular uh, stalker of Insane Ramblings, I've been in Vicky's podcast, which is hilarious. <laughs> I know that your uncle, who looks like that guy from Lost, yes, is a financial dude. <laughs> and he was on like the yeah the bit, the UK version of the Dragon's Den. Yeah, is that what she's saying? I'm not really sure what this thing is. <laughs> Are you talking about the Australian one or the UK one? UK one. Yeah, that's true, I believe. <laughs> it's actually one lie, one half truth, and a third Full truth. That was not the name of the segment. <laughs> no, that was scrapped. <laughs> yeah, it's just not link. as catchy. It is not as catchy. Uh, so you are correct. My uncle is indeed. I'm a first degree relative of the um, of the Australian guy on Channel 4's Dragon's Den. He's my uncle, my father's brother. <laughs> you just want to name as that guy. You don't want to uh, say who we were Richard Farley. About. Mm. Yes, Richard Farley is my uncle. Um, uh, yes, podcast listeners would know he looks like Sawyer from Lost. He looks a lot like Sawyer. He has floppy hair that... That goes well in a breeze, which is oh. always good for a TV personality, I I'm think. I'm sure he would be pleased to hear that. I'm sure he would be well. He probably First is well there was Farrah Fawcett and then there was Richard Farley. It really is. He's, it's very feathery hair. It's nice. It's good. It's got <laughs> he everything has, going on. He has to constantly stand in front of a fan when he uh, makes an entrance. So. I want to hear about the Yakuza thing. It is a half-truth. I never dated anyone on the Australian cricket team. Also somewhat of a half-truth. Uh, my brother used to play football with one of the guys on the Australian cricket team now. So I've met him. But the half-truth of the Yakuza is that we were all in a nightclub and one of our friends inadvertently hit on a Yakuza's girlfriend. Uh, so they planted one of the other Yakuza's wallet on him and then when the guy found out that he had it, they started sort of a brawl and I was dating one of the guys who were there at the time. He was like, just get out of here. So me and my best mate left and shortly after, minutes after, police rocked up and arrested the whole lot of them. I didn't realise that the Yakuza had like Oliver trained to plant wallets on people or sorry? something. Oh, Oliver, sorry. <laughs> like when did the Yakuza become reverse pickpockets? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they've got like amazing got hands. skills. Yeah, they've got things that But I thought their skills were mostly in, I don't know, some kind of business corruption or <laughs> potentially if any kind of physical skills would be martial arts or something. I think they were low-level uh, Yakuza. Maybe their hands are well-toned from all that white-collar crime. But it's it's not even it's not even crime. It's like here's it takes, my wallet. <laughs> takes nice hands to write out a fake check. <laughs> if you're writing, if you're doing dodgy bookkeeping all day, that's a lot of handwork, Ben. Oh, okay. yeah, that's a lot of writing. Good to know. Good yep, to know. those well, phalanges, phalanges, phalanges. <laughs> I will try to avoid hitting on Yakuza's girlfriends from now on. Don't we all? Well, not all of us. This guy didn't. No, he didn't. Obviously not. Text in 0427767767 about things and stuff. Uh, Vicky, what were we going to... Um, what was that thing about the Death Star? 
Oh, I was going to start yeah. with something else, but do you want to go on to the no, next one? No, 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 go on. I was going to say... Go on. Go on. Did that... Did I start this? Because I feel like I say that a lot. Go on. So do I. I don't know who started it, though. Uh, well, it was from Family Guy originally. Yes, that's right. But, I mean, like, you guys seem to have so adopted you, my catchphrase I was going to say, are you stole. trying to suggest that you are more influential on pop culture than no, Family Guy? No, but apparently on YouTube. <laughs> You're saying that you affect the popular parlance more than one of the world's most popular TV shows. That's why Cowabunga became a thing in the 90s. <laughs> I because started that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the other day that everybody needs good neighbours, but I think that was because you suggested that. Well, I had some good neighbours. <laughs> and I wanted to travel, and then I just remembered ho- I can have both home and away. That's mm. right. <laughs> I was just chill out with my mate Toadfish. I was and, like, uh, I'd really quite like to know some world information, like things that are happening to other people, but I want to know about them, mm. that they affect the world. I was like, how can I How can I get in on this? Yeah, yeah, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, what? I don't know. Just some sort of new information. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe they could call it something based around that. <laughs> the well, information is. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Patchy, well, the, I love it. The information is are coming up at 8 o'clock, so we're going to a track now. It is the day you went away. Buy the Rubens here and Following get cereal. information is, what secret single behaviour do you have to give up should any idiot decide to date you? <laughs> Some very important stuff is happening in the form of Star Wars news. Oh, I don't want to ruin the end, mm. but is it that Darth Vader is his father? Whoa, whoa, slow down. <laughs> Vicky, spoiler alert. Disney bought all George Lucas films, didn't he? So there's going to be new episodes, but that's not what we're talking It's going to be very about different the then. Are they going to like rejig the first three? I'm just waiting for the Lion King Star Wars mashup. I'm waiting for the scene where Darth Vader mops the floor. To the tune of The Magician's Apprentice. <laughs> I was wondering why you're going with that. I'm like, <laughs> how many uh, Disney movies about mopping are there? A fair few. I feel Snow White mops. Cinderella. I feel Cinderella what? You're mops. right. All Disney does is make mopping movies. I know, right? It's subliminal messaging for cleaning your floors. Yeah, after a Disney marathon, it's like, must clean home. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, in America right now, Obama administration has uh, undertaken a online effort which they're basically doing a survey of what people want to ask. Okay. So do you have a question that you'd like to ask Obama? Where are you going with this? Uh, well, <laughs> their response... America. Jokes. You thought that was a lead-in. Oh, no. I'd like to know where he's going with his American administration. Yeah, you think I'm not serious and political. I'm serious and political. <laughs> well, Oxford comma, because I know what an Oxford comma is. Apparently more people want to know about Star Wars than about the American political system. Are which, they asking him what happens at the end? Just watch it. Yeah, like, <laughs> you've had like 30 years to catch up to. So I guess basically how it works is people submit their questions and then other people can rate them and the ones that get the most attention basically get answered. So the question, secure resources and finding and begin construction of a Death Star by 2016 got uh, nearly 35,000 signatures. Wow. So basically the Obama administration was forced to address the issue. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so I would at least sneak something in there. Secure resources and funding and begin construction of a Death Star by 2016 mm. that has free healthcare inside. But if you look at the response, <laughs> the price, go. it's 850 with Ooh. followed by 15 zeros. So $850 quadrillion. Yeah, which apparently that is 53,000 times more than the current national debt of America. So <laughs> it seems unlikely that we're getting a Death Star, but it was good that the response that the administration gave was pretty good. They uh, 
They said they do not support blowing up planets. That's and, nice. Um, why would we spend countless taxpayer dollars on a Death Star with a fundamental flaw that can be exploited by a one-man starship? <laughs> why? Oh. That would be very American. I feel like there's many fundamental flaws that have been exploited by one man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the resources, not just the money-wise, but like that's got to be a lot of iron, for That's example. a lot of metal. Perhaps like, would ruin the globe. Yeah. Like, we would all have to move to the Death Star. Yeah. Just turn Mars into the Death Star and that could be a good starting-off point. Yeah, Star Wars, they clearly didn't think that through. Or I guess by that time they'd settled other colonies on different planets that they could just mine for countless resources <laughs> to build a giant Death Star. They should just fake it like they faked the moon landing. Well, there it is. <laughs> Does Vicky know something that we don't? Only the truth. Why don't Only we? Why truth. don't we paint the moon to look like the Death Star? Why don't we paint the moon regularly for holidays, birthdays? What would you paint? This on? is a money-making bonanza. What would you paint on the moon just so people can look up to the sky and see Vicky did that? Oh, just like Happy Birthday, Vicky. Oh, okay. It's coming so up. That, but yeah, it seems like a lot of effort to go to for. Wouldn't you like it if you were like a, you know such a short-lived occasion? Came home from a holiday and the moon said, "Welcome home, Ben." I would love that. <laughs> I mean, up until that point, it's like sky riding. You know, you yeah. watch someone riding in the sky, like "Will you marry me?" or something. You get like six letters in, and you're like, "Oh, what's it gonna say?" Yeah, exactly. This would take months of people <laughs> like riding the H, and you're like, "Oh, I can't wait to see what it says." And it's like, "Happy birth." And you're like, "Oh, I hope it's for me." Bear, bear, like, ah, yeah. Birthday like, bears. Bears. Who's the bears that want all these birthday cakes? I can't believe they're celebrating the National Bear Birthday. So, so text us in oh four two seven seven six seven seven six seven. What do you want to petition the government to start working on? And oh, what would you paint, what would you on, paint the moon? on the moon? Yeah. <laughs> the obvious, more pressing question. Still sound. Get cereal. Vicky, what is this about you being obsessed with singledom? What are you going on about now? No, I'm not obsessed with singledom. Here's some stuff I wouldn't want to paint it on the moon. Is there any <laughs> behaviour? <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I heard that one. Best segue ever. That's how I, I ask people if they're going to uh, to keep a secret. I'm like, look, don't paint this on don't the moon. Don't paint it on anything. the moon, but I've got something to tell you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So do you have those like little weird behaviours that are fine, nothing illegal, but... You just know, should you live with someone in a couple relationship, that would have to be out the window. Mm, a I bit of secret single behaviour. I feel like this means that you've uh, had something in mind that you feel guilty about. I don't feel guilty about it. It's just like, I enjoy this, but I'm probably going to have to give this up. Okay. What is it? I'm going with you first. Do you have one? I, w- I was thinking, I, unlike you, am a pretty... An open book. I'm an, open, I'm an open book. I'm an open book on the moon. That's how much people can know about me. Well, it's hard to read in zero gravity. I was going to say, so it's hard to read So if your boyfriend has like a magnifying glass or a telescope, <laughs> then that is like ideal for you. Should I start dating Galileo? He would know everything about me. I'm just saying, unlike some people in this room, I feel like I am quite well-rounded and not crazy. Oh, I see where you're going. So I don't know how many... How many flaws that I have, but one thing that I felt like <laughs> let me count the ways. No, let that, me count the ways. Unnecessary. There's no need. I am too perfect. Some would say. Text in about how perfect I am. Oh four two seven seven six seven seven six seven. Thanks for that. There was something that I was like, this is getting a bit weird yes. in my life. On on Facebook, I've got this uh, girl called Rachel on there mm-hmm. that I've never met her. Does she have the Rachel? The Rachel? No, no, she's got quite long red hair, if mm. that helps paint the picture. It does. Picture um, painted, some would say. Like, I would say. I added this girl, like, 
maybe two years ago, I yes. think, when I saw a website that she was cosplaying as. Okay, like, what she's cosplaying as a website? It was quite an elaborate costume. <laughs> yes. Did she have the HTTP bar across her head? The WW and everything. <laughs> wow. HTTP or HTTPS? I, it was definitely secure. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, I don't want her to be promoting unsafe surfing. Yeah, no, she, she Protect was... Protect yourself. HTTPS, kids. HTTPS. She was fully decked out as the Firefox fox. <laughs> I love that fox. <laughs> that fox is so cute. And he's giving the world a hug. Yeah. Hashtag global warming? I, well, global warming fox? She was so cute that I guess they had a link to her Facebook profile or something. So I was like... Was that painted somewhere on her body? You just press maybe. the button? Maybe. She just wanted Facebook friends it? and it was quite the, uh, the elaborate routine to attract attention. Isn't that our whole lives? Mm. We have a radio show. <laughs> so uh, Everyone's got something. So I ended up adding her. I've sent like, you know, a comment or two over two years, but I haven't really talked to her. Read countless messages. Yeah, that's the thing. It's getting like, she status updates very regularly. And I feel like I'm stalking her at this point because it's like, I, I don't know you. I've never met you, but I know your whole life based on your Facebook status. Interesting now. statuses though. They're not bad. Like, she's in America and she's, like, a gamer chick. And so yeah. she posts some video game stuff that, obviously, I'm into. So it's not like I've... If it was just boring stuff, I would have, like, got rid of her years ago. It's yeah. just that her in her fox costume, just having a bit of breakfast, <laughs> going off to the office. And, it's it's yeah. not unlike that. But it feels like... <laughs> Here's my tail getting caught in the bus door. Yeah. Well, Here's I, me hugging in the world, causing global warming. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like after, after two years... Of not really having any contact. It's a very one-way relationship. Unless she's stalking me, I just I am not unaware of it. Oh, that's what every stalker says. Yeah, true. She secretly loves me. That's not really <laughs> her boyfriend. That's her beard because she wants to be her with me. Her silence is telling me yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She hasn't said no. For every I'll comment she doesn't yes. send, it's because she's too shy to talk to me. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> so many people are too shy to ask me out. Yeah, but I feel like even if I don't have a relationship, this is going to end sometime soon because I, I like I'm not a big Twitter guy yeah. but I feel like this is how all those teenage girls get in love with Justin Bieber and the like yeah it's like I know everything about you I've like studied all your uh, you know everything that you've put out and now I am in love with you because like are you in love with her no, I'm not in love with her but Ooh. she just posts like the things that I am uh, into like as yeah. I mentioned video games and stuff so I'm like, well, if this was one of my friends, it'd be cool we'd hang out and chat. <laughs> but seeing as I've never met you, it's getting a bit creepy now at this stage. I can see that. So your secret single behaviour that you'd have to give up is stalking women. Yeah. Do you think that's <laughs> yeah. a good uh, suggestion? Should you secure uh, one, you're going to have to stop pursuing the others unbeknownst to them. It's only fair. And it then, only you know, if, when we break up, I can go back to uh, crying into my beverages and stalking chicks again. It is only fair and it is the best way to keep your life legal. That's a good tip. Yes. I don't want the hot cops after me. I do. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> Coming up next, what secret single behaviours will Mason and Vicky have to give up should someone choose to date them? I'm betting many. Speaking <laughs> of dating, here's a track called The Night of Wine and Roses. Everyone get cereal. Watch out, Rachel. This is Ben's Ode to You. <laughs> Other news and a massive increase of injuries on Melbourne's public transport has led for calls of action and more headlines at 9am. So what are the extra injuries that have been coming up on Melbourne's public transport system? I'm going to bet rage on account of people not being able to get anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Is rage an injury? Well, rage-induced injuries. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were trying to say that 
being enraged is a mental injury. It is on me. It takes a lot of energy. <laughs> That's true. You only have a mental, I mean, emotional range of two. Yeah, yeah. So Slightly if, annoyed if and content. I have to, if I have to extend slightly annoyed to rage capacity you might lose a gallbladder in that process that's, does that's start horrifying. hurting major major organs <laughs> that's why i suffer from chronic fatigue it's actually just rage that's built <laughs> up over time and it makes me collapse too much too much public transport yeah it's more to do with overcrowding though at the uh platforms which is leading to people pushing and being in a rush and losing patience so something to improve on in the future hopefully Ah, oh, there you go. I would have thought perhaps punching walls might have... Um... <laughs> no, it's more simple than that, just punching other passengers. Oh, yeah. I see. The walls are now too crowded for people to punch them in frustration. <laughs> there's so too many passengers people, in the way. There's too many passengers on the platform to get to the wall, so it's <laughs> like people trying to barge through the whole crowd to punch the wall. People have got to start wearing shoulder pads and uh, helmets now, but <laughs> here we go. I Here's think we invented song. a new sport. Gridiron commuting. Gridiron oh, commuting, my friends. Sounds Put good. it on the moon, it's starting. Boom. Yeah, so we were just were talking about what we have to get rid of once you are no longer single. All of us feisty vixen minxes out on the prowl, apparently. Especially single you, boys Vicky. and girls. Claws out. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Meso, what are you doing at home that would have to be uh, have to be deleted from the lineup? Are you going to get rid of your shrine to Ben and Vicky? <laughs> Don't talk about the shrine. <laughs> Only Don't a talk g- about the shrine to Ben and Vicky. Mustn't talk, it's sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> An excellent girlfriend would allow you to keep it, to be fair. And the kind of woman you want would I build on it. I think that she would, exactly, she would get her own shrine. <laughs> I think the main thing would be like, no nail marry, My saying has always been, marry a man, marry his shrine. <laughs> <laughs> And no, it's kept me in good stead. Sure. No biting nails, no picking noses, and no masturbation. You'd I think those are the things. <laughs> <laughs> you but bite you don't your nails. <laughs> Sorry? You bite your nails? You pick yeah. your nose? Wait, wait, Anyone wait. gonna go no. any further? <laughs> no, I do bite my nails. Yeah? yeah? That seems like a very same nails like, you pick your nose with? Ugh. That seems like a very like, I, I bite off the nails and then the things that I clip off, I put it up my oh. nose. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And goodness then you gracious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about that. Oh, okay. It's right. part of the shrine ritual. Don't talk about that. Don't write that on the movie. The world's grossest shrine. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know. That seems like a very six-year-old thing to do is to bite your nails. Like, I've never been one to do it, but I'm surprised. You don't have a very suspenseful life then. What do you mean? It's not a nail biter. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly uh, living on dish, end. Try the veal. No, it's just one of those things. Like, I've never understood because uh, my fingernails grow really fast. I have to get rid of them once a day. Clip? That's my clip? superpower. Uh, no, but I, yeah. Like, if I use clippers, I have to clip them once a day. Within two what? days, I'm a deadly weapon. Yeah. I don't believe this at all. Yeah, if Mason doesn't bite his nails every day, the cops show up. I reckon. <laughs> a puppy dies. We, we play an experiment. Mason doesn't bite his nails all week or cut them. By Friday, we see how he compares to Wolverine. <laughs> okay, He's going to be walking around on toenail stints. <laughs> well, toenails yeah. are okay. I assume yeah. you don't bite those. He's going to be like seven foot tall on his toenails. Oh, well. well <laughs> it's also part of the shrine ritual. Don't talk about the shrine <laughs> ritual. Uh, Vicky. So there's really nothing that you think, oh, I probably couldn't get away with this anymore. Except for those like normal we ones. We just named um, three things. Those are normal, I think, though. I like, think I probably need to get a to job. I think that would be a, like a thing that you would need. So you need so to you give can. up unemployment in order to attract a partner. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's that's a good See, one. See, I plan to go into retirement once I attract a partner. And are you um, going to marry rich? Is that your goal? I don't know. Trophy wife. I don't care how rich they are. Oh, okay. As long as they spend all of their money on me and I'm kept in a comfortable life, I don't care how much they have left over for themselves. It sounds like yes. It sounds like, like you don't want to uh, be a trophy wife to a poor guy who can't support you. 
Well, um, if he earns 40000 if I have the whole 40000 that's probably fine. Well, and so he's living in a box or something. Yes. <laughs> You're like, you know, I'll just be over here, my comfortable life. But that's keep right. going to work. In, you keep in, your trophy in a nicer cabinet than you live in. I've obviously <laughs> never won a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> probably have to change that if you're mm. in a relationship. Sure. Yeah, and one other thing I'd have to get rid of is get rid of my dragon fighting ways. I'd have to quit mm. playing Skyrim just because it consumes eight hours of my day. It does suck in the single man, I've found. Mm. But yeah. how... How has that not helped you find a girlfriend? I'm sure you're walking up to uh, characters in that game all the time trying to hit on them. I'm surely sure walking up to women saying I slay dragons. <laughs> uh, sh- exactly. I'm surely impressed. the catchphrases learned from Skyrim can entertain real life chicks. <laughs> you're like, hey, I got like plus 45 to fireballs, baby. I know that my Baldur's Gate days have left me with many pickup lines. <laughs> hey, I took an arrow to a knee. You want to check it out? <laughs> that worked on me. Uh, that's why you're on the air with me now. Just uh, <laughs> it's also part of the shrine. Oh, oh, you. See, mine's not that weird, really. You're it's the one who started this topic. I assume that I had a great yeah. unveil. No, nah, you, you just assumed, assumed we were both so very gross wrong. and creepy in our single life. Pretty much, I was like, these guys are weird and single. <laughs> ben carries a backpack, for goodness sakes. Oh, obviously, I'm a, a creep boy. No, I'm bringing the backpack back in. I've decided. I've changed. I've changed. Changed, changed lanes after so much. Uh, I've changed the tunes as I was changing hatred. lanes. Well, the '90s are coming back. Why don't you try the bum bag and then gradually upgrade? Mm. I saw a belt that had a little like purse-like structure attached to it, and I was like, I could get into that. Was it actually a bum bag, or it's like the belts? It was belt. a leather belt. Is it where the little where saddle belt? bag, if you will? Is the pouch on the side, Hip. or yeah? Because mm. I think that's a better position for it. It's kind of like the ye oldie, the olden days when they had like the coin purse. They're just like, no, don't cut my coin yeah, purse. Yeah, pretty much. Like I was like, yeah. I'm not traveling at any stagecoaches in this. I know how that story ends. <laughs> Mine's not weird. I just have this elaborate hair drying process that I know would get laughed at should anyone else witness it. When have you ever been afraid to be laughed at? <laughs> this is very true. All right, so how does this process go? Well, I sort of sit on the bed, like wearing a towel and like sit with a book underneath my... This is after a shower, presumably. Yes. Sit with a book underneath one heel. So I'm what? like reading. Like I've got the book sort of sandwiched underneath a foot so it stays open and I can read it. And oh, then yeah. I just, oh. yeah. I thought this was like to prop you up, like an uneven desk or no, something. No, I'm like, yes. One of my legs is so much longer than the other yeah. that in order to hair dry my own hair, I need books. How did I never notice Vicky's peg leg before? <laughs> Why is there always a yellow pages out at the foot of your bed? Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. my leg. My leg's, my leg's a little bit crooked. You know just, how it is. So want to be the you're same as everyone else. so determined to not miss a moment of being able to read. Yes. That you have to read with your feet turning the pages? Pretty much, yes. I turn the pages with my feet. I did that as to I the two I'm cheating a test once. <laughs> what? Well, in like high school or something. Yeah, I came back from a, um, a holiday. I think it was in year seven or year eight. And mm. they're just like, oh, it's your Italian quiz today. I'm like, well, I've been away for two weeks. They're like, Haha, too bad. So the woman, the, my teacher was just at the desk looking at a paper. So I just had my book on the ground going flip, flip, flip. There we go, A plus for <laughs> So you, you guys can actually read from sitting down position well enough to, like, aren't these books, like, in size 20 font or something to be able to do that? <laughs> I've got my telescope out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I checked the moon. No, no news. They didn't write your test answers on the moon. No news on the moon. And then I used my telescope to read the book at my feet. But surely you could dry your hair so much quicker if you weren't doing this elaborate ritual. Probably. I probably could, but then I spend quite a long time sort of spraying it and straightening it out and playing with it and being like, oh, I'm so pretty. The time that you would (laughs) save by not doing this would only... Be able to, you'd be catching See, up on I knew your once later. a man knew about it, this is what they would say. <laughs> so that's why I'd have to give it up because they would just 
destroy the illegality of it. So is this phase one of the process, or is that is that the whole ritual? No, that's pretty much the whole ritual that inv- like I well, just. Well, once of you read have a man, you don't feet. have to worry about grooming. You just can be like, you can be like not reading. Yeah. You can I don't need to know go. things. Yeah, All yeah. Good. I, I only do that so I can have a conversation starter. Yeah, that's once, right. Once I've got someone trapped in my web of relationships, <laughs> I don't need to uh, bother trying to catch on. Once anyone. I am with child, I no longer need faculty. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I'm like, ah. Oh. Can't wait to know things so a man will feel attracted to me. Why don't you get like a stand or something that you can prop this book up on? That would ruin it all. It's it's just it it's beautiful. It's not it beautiful, is. it's stupid. Exactly. I knew once people knew about it, that would be the reviews, but I give it five stars. Oh, okay. The yeah, what do your legs do? What do your legs do? Mostly sit and stand. Yeah, exactly. It's, wasted. It's worked out pretty well. That's wasted toes. I'm, do you even need toes? I'm quite good at picking up give things your toes away. from the floor without bending over with my toes. I? Mm, it's an acquired skill. Give your toes away. You're wasting them. Mm. Toes are wasted on you, Ben. Not not roast beef, that one I'm loving. I don't use Winter Market very much. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, it's in my top three. Huh? Winter Market? Went it's to market. your toes. No. Oh, went to market. I'm like, winter market? What's a winter market? <laughs> Is that like the summer market, the Vic market, but <laughs> in the winter time? But uh, here's a question that Vicky asks every day in the morning. What makes a good man? You're on Get Cereal. <laughs> what makes a good man? What does make a good man, Vicky? Tell us. Tell us all about it. Well, Ben's got a bit of a news story on what makes a very, very bad man. Mm. <laughs> I think he's in the right, but go on. He's in the right. Okay, so what we're talking about is that last week someone was kicked off a uh, airplane because they caused a bit of a disruption. What kind of disruption might you think he caused? Mm. Mm. Just possibly not in the right state of mind. Maybe he's a bit afraid of flying. Maybe he just doesn't like screaming children. I was thinking accidentally snuck nail clippers on board. Both of those are good Brandish guesses. Brandished them. <laughs> uh, but both completely wrong. He was... <laughs> he was To our extreme surprise. Enraged yes. by the price of the on-flight sandwich. On-flight or well, in-flight? it wasn't like... <laughs> Is it, it on-flight or in-flight? I, I think it's either or kind okay. of scenario. I feel like on-flight means you have to climb outside the cabin and fetch it. Maybe that's why it's so expensive. Plane. It's like... Fear Factor Sandwich Edition. <laughs> Adventure sandwiches. So basically the flight was going from uh, Darwin on early Thursday morning to Western Australia. Oh, who wasn't? Well, this guy apparently. No. Because an <laughs> hour into the flight, uh, his the male passenger's behaviour became so disruptive that the cabin staff had to resort to removing him from the main cabin and turn the plane around. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I can imagine the, uh, the pilot coming on the radio. It's like... If you damn passengers don't shut up about the price of this sandwich, we're going to turn this thing around. <laughs> turn the plane around. I'm like, that's it. We're not going to Western Australia. Sandwich is expensive. <laughs> so, uh, turn it yeah, obviously this was on, um, on Virgin where you have to pay for your own in-flight entertainment and food and all the like. See, I'm, more, I'm really amused. Did he just see it in the menu and become enraged? Or I did he have to pay it? They don't specify. I reckon he probably ordered it. And See, I'm then, just amused more that he just turns the menu over and is like, what? Yeah, I've, I've got to make a stand here. Yes. If, it, if it doesn't start somewhere, then it's not going to end anywhere. We could be paying $20 for these sandwiches in a month's time. He had to put his foot down. Maybe this guy is our uh, saviour of airplane price tags. They are outrageous. I think it's maybe like incrementally getting angry. It's like, oh, excuse me, miss, is this, a, is this price correct? And it's like, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Wait a minute, what are you doing? Yeah, Taking you, all my money for a sandwich? You think, you think for the first 
hour of the flight, he was just sitting there slowly stewing, yeah, yeah, until he finally snaps. But I imagine like that pilot's announcement to the crew. <laughs> it's like, I'm uh, sorry to inform everyone that we have to turn the flight around. Someone has been coming enraged by this hour. <laughs> like, how annoyed must all those other passengers be? Like, surely you could settle down just so you didn't have 400 people angrily staring at you for missing their, uh, you know, their appointments or whatever in Western Australia. You, I would be like. I, I want to make a stand here, but I don't want to make 400 really, really uh, big enemies right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a plane full of small people. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, in like, that case... I could take them. It was Let's all, turn this guy around. If it was all kids and hobbits, then it's like, yeah, <laughs> this is worth making a stand That's over. why it's $10, because it's actually two meals. Oh, sure. Yeah, he, he was uh, not informed of the rules of <laughs> flying little child air. <laughs> but um, we've been flying around. Have you ever had, like, bad experiences with kids and stuff on the flight? That Anything you've just like, no, get me off this right now? I was really lucky, actually. A baby started crying for the entire flight, and it was I was trying to stay awake so I wouldn't get as badly jet-lagged. I was like, thank you, baby. <laughs> oh, okay. The high-pitched squeals are assisting for my quest. For once, the crying baby uh, paid off. Yeah, it was awesome. I Everyone was like... Else- don't you dare feed that baby. <laughs> Everyone else was really annoyed around you, but you were like, thanks, kid. I was like, if anyone comforts that baby, it's all over. <laughs> it's all over. Uh, and uh, we're about to head off, but here's something to, uh, in in lieu of uh, the airplane shtick, here we go. Contact High by Architecture in Helsinki. <laughs> I love- Contact High Architecture in Helsinki here on Get Serial. And if you'd like to contact us, uh, you can reach us still on the text line on 0427767767. But sadly for you, another day. Actually, no, I'm going to keep this going. This is Daft Punk playing underneath us. That's that's around the world because that's going out. <laughs> we're going out to the world today. But uh, we'll be streaming online by tomorrow, I hope, sin.org.au. And we're about to go out into that big bad world. Um, but you can reach me, vickininsaneramblings.net, or you can reach Ben, uh, ben at insaneramblings.net, or you can like our Facebook page, um, or tune in tomorrow from 6am. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, uh, Get Zero, uh, facebook.com forward slash Get Zero, or podcast of today's show will be up available shortly. We'll be back tomorrow, but uh, stay tuned for the news. See ya. Sing ramblings.